Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Let's talk about one of BC's most dangerous highways now. I'm talking about Highway 5 near Clearwater. And we've talked about this stretch of road before, especially with some of the tragic and fatal accidents we've seen along this stretch of highway recently and some of the really scary driving that goes on, particularly by truckers along this stretch of Highway 5 in British Columbia. If you have seen the viral video that has come out recently about the large semi-truck on Highway 5 crossing over a double yellow line to make an illegal pass. That is a hair-raising video near miss on this highway where there have been many, many fatal accidents. We're going to talk about that. That is just one incident out of many on this particular stretch of highway that has local officials speaking out. I've got Clearwater Mayor Merlin Blackwell standing by to discuss. First, have a listen to this report from Global News. You hear the the voice of the mayor in this report here. Let's listen. This is dangerous. This is crazy how bad this has gotten. It is another example of reckless and appalling driving behavior. A semi-truck captured on dash cam video attempting a pass over a double solid yellow. You can see the semi moves into oncoming traffic before signaling and attempting to get back into the lane. This is horrifying. We've had this non-stop um, up on our section of Highway 5. This has got to stop. Um, people have died. People will continue to die. Okay, we've talked about this particular stretch of highway before and the risky, reckless driving continuing along there. Let's discuss it now with my guest, Merlin Blackwell, the mayor of Clearwater. Very pleased to welcome him back. Mayor Blackwell, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Always glad to talk to you. Yeah, you bet. I appreciate it a lot. Let's get our bearing straight here because Highway 5 is, is a very long highway. Which, which, which stretch of highway are we talking about here where there's this dangerous activities taking place? So this is the stretch from Kamloops to Jasper. Basically, it's the major route from the Vancouver ports. Uh, to the northern oil field in Edmonton. So there's a lot of heavy-duty du- industrial traffic on this highway. But the stretch that we're talking about that gets really dangerous is the section from Kamloops up towards Valemont and across the border, uh, where it crosses the border into Alberta. And, and this highway is one-lane highway uh, for the vast majority. Maybe 10% of it has two lanes in each direction, but the vast majority, are over 130 kilometres in one stretch, the equivalent of driving from Burnaby to Hope is one lane in each direction. And it's completely understandable that people get frustrated, but the driving behavior is absolutely insane here. Yeah, now we, as we heard described in that report by Global News, we've got this sort of hair-raising video of this very large semi-trailer truck crossing over a double yellow line, so totally illegal uh, passing on this highway here. Can you describe that, like... We heard your voice there in that report about how horrified you were about this video. Can you tell me your concerns here? What, what did you see in that video and what is your concern here? 
Well, there's lots of things going on there. That section of the highway is one of the rare spots that has a passing lane that this person could do bad behavior in. Um, every single vehicle other than that driver in that video was a local. I knew the driver of the low bed. I knew the driver in the white car in that video. And I knew the driver in that logging truck. These people are trying to kill us. Um, you know, I got a call this morning, just like an hour ago, from another regulatory agency that looks after these things in another province. And I'm really hoping, you know, they're, they're now investigating the owner of the trailer uh, in this incident. And I'm really, you know, if I can't get it out of Farnworth and Evie, maybe I can get it out of Dougie Ford and his buddies. <laughs> okay. How long has this been going on? Like, you know, as have you seen an increase in dangerous driving in this stretch of highway re- recently, or has it, this been going on for years? This has been going on for years, but it's definitely escalating. There are definitely problems with the shipping industry on deadlines and people racing to get from, you know, loading dock to loading dock. And I think that's the big change here. There needs to be a deep look into the shipping industry and the deadlines they set. And then also the experience of some of these drivers. I mean, I think we've deregulated too far and Ward Samers talked about that a lot, but I can sit down at a coffee table and somebody will tell me another story. It is a daily occurrence that somebody tells me another near-miss incident. Um, And it's not just coming up because these videos are coming up. Um, It's because it happens so often here that we just take it for granted that somebody's going to try to kill us on the highway on a daily basis. Speaking of Merlin Blackwell, the mayor of Clearwater, about the dangerous conditions on the Highway 5. Now, you mentioned Ward Stamer here, one of your fellow mayors. He is the mayor of Barrier, B.C. in the region. He has also been speaking out about this particular stretch of highway. He's been on the show before. Let me play a clip here for you, Merlin, get your thoughts on it. So here is your fellow mayor, Ward Stamer here, talking about the need for mandatory dash cams in trucks. Would that make things safer? Let's listen. Mandatory dash cams. I think it'd be another tool in the toolbox that we could we could add very quickly I know there's progressive trucking firms right now that have already implemented dash cams years ago, and I just think it would be an effective way to not only make the truckers more accountable, but also we'd have more anecdotal evidence if we did have a crash to know exactly what happened. Okay, so a lot of trucks already have dash cams equipped in their in their vehicles, but if you made it mandatory, do you think that would make any difference? Like, I guess his argument is if it would increase accountability, like if the driver knows they're always being basically videoed on their driving habits, that maybe they'd drive more safely. Do you think that's the I think case? I think it's one of many tools. I think it's going to be give the evidence to enforcement. But I'm like looking at Brenda, Brenda Lockdown in Surrey, the mayor of Surrey, want to get rid of her RCMP. I'll take four tomorrow. Um, if there are four RCMP officers that want to do highway patrol or, or general duty in Clearwater, I'll come down and I'll move you up with my own trailer. Um, you know, we're, we're short on this stuff, but the evidence is important. And the, I, I agree with Ward that the dash cams are important, important, but we also need the commitment from the provincial government to have the RCMP officers permanently in place, um, along with CVSC and reforms to the coroner service as well, um, so that we don't have this pent up, uh, backlog of trucks on the highway when uh, when we're dealing with a fatal situation or a situation that needs investigation. There are so many factors in this, but uh, you know, at the core of all of it is it's a one lane in each direction highway that goes on for far too long without any you know major safety improvements in the last forty years. Okay, there also calls for speed limiters in trucks. So this would be adjustments to a truck to actually prevent it from speeding and be mechanically 
uh, limited on how fast the truck could go. And is this something that should be considered? So let's have a listen to Ward Stamer here again. This is the mayor of Barrier, B.C. on an earlier show on speed limiters in trucks. Let's listen. Uh, they're talking about implementing speed limiters. That was another thing that Minister uh, Fleming mentioned about. Most of the new trucks now, with the computerized system that they have in their engines, they could, they could be implemented tomorrow. Be done very easily as well. And I believe Minister Fleming is trying to get that implemented as well, is for us to make that lawful that, you know, that these trucks can only go so fast. Okay, so could you do that? Do you think that is a solution that you bring use technology to slow the trucks down? Your thoughts? Yeah, for sure. Um, speed limiters, but that's an industry-wide thing. That's a lot of work. Uh, variable speed zones has been brought up. I'd compare a lot of sections of this highway to the old Sea to Sky before the improvements for the Olympics. Um, so you get that sort of windy against the rock bluff situations there. So variable speed zones where you, you force the speed down in those areas, plus the enforcement to back it up with tickets. I think that's a quicker solution, but long-term, if the, if we can't fix the trucking industry to smarten up how, uh, the behavior is or retrain or re-regulate the mandatory dash cams, cams and speed regulators. Sure. Bring it on. If we can't get them to do it voluntarily, let's force them to do it. Right. What is the speed limit there along that stretch of Highway 5? Is it, is it 120? Or what is the limit there? Oh, God, no. Uh, it used oh, to be okay. 90. <laughs> they bumped it up to 100 in, in most stretches there. It, there's no way you could safely do it um, in a lot of those stretches. Even, even 100 is pushing it for most of the year okay. uh, with the ice and the shade. Okay, I'm probably thinking of the Coquihalla or the, or the 120 yeah. uh, speed no, limit no. there. Yeah. So let's put this in perspective for people down there. This highway is about as wide as, say, you know, Sperling or something in Burnaby. It's not. It's uh-huh. it's, it's narrower than Broadway with the construction going on. Um, this yeah. is how narrow this is. Uh, it's windier. I can't even think of a super windy road on the coast other than the old Sea to Sky. I grew up in, in New Westminster, you know, with the hills and things like that. A lot of that regulates speed as well because there's a lot of hills, a lot of stuff like that. But you go miles and miles without any opportunity to see around a corner or, you know, get off the roadway to, to even take a break. So it, it's, you know, it's a nail biter. Um, and we're about to see 2 million tourists coming down this highway for this summer with this extra truck traffic that we seem to be seeing as well. So we have a recipe for this disaster happening uh, coming forward here if we don't get on this quick. Speaking of that truck traffic, do you think that is the problem, especially when it comes to drivers who are trying to deliver their loads on time? Like I've heard about guys who will drive when they're tired, drive when they're sleepy, uh, speed unnecessarily because they're trying to they're trying to make their schedule. They're trying to meet their schedule to get their stuff delivered. Is that going on? Yeah, hearing it from the tow truck drivers, hearing it from the truckers, I'm hearing it from the retired truckers, hearing it for the RCP. That's a huge factor in this. Another huge factor in this is uh, Trans Mountain Pipeline hasn't started pumping oil yet. So a lot of uh, these loads that are going on trucks would normally be on uh, cubes on the trains, but there's no space on the tracks right now because they're still hauling oil cars by the thousands, oh. right? So, yeah. so okay, what once about- Trans Mountain, yeah. What, what about training of drivers? Like you touched briefly on this earlier, and this is another topic we've talked about on the show. Do truck drivers in British Columbia receive adequate training on safely driving these rigs? Your thoughts? 
Uh, no, uh, definitely not in uh, the conditions that we see in the interior. I had a story recently from uh, a local here who helped uh, <laughs> pulled up to a truck to help a trucker put chains on his truck uh, and oh. noticed that the trucker had put the chains on the trailer. So anybody who understands the mechanics of a vehicle, you need your, trains, your chains on the drive wheels, not on the ones that are standing still. This is the <laughs> level of understanding of what you're dealing with that some of these drivers have, and it's not all of them, um, but, yeah. we, you know, hearing off the record from law enforcement and from the tow truck companies and things like that, it is consistently some of the same companies over and over with this same level of driver professionalism. And that's terrifying because there are a ton of truckers out there that are fantastic drivers that have been doing this professionally for a long time. Um, and, and, Giving the whole industry a bad name is not what the yeah. intention is here. It's it's get everybody to the level of those people, not drag everybody right. down to the people that are, you know, not so good at this. Okay, Mayor Blackwell, last question for you. What should be at the top of the to-do list here, in your opinion? Like, what are you calling, what sort of reforms do you think is are the most important? Right now, first thing, uh, fully stock my uh, RCMP highway patrol up through this valley. Uh, keep the CVSE pressure up to some level because enforcement is working on slowing some of these people down. Uh, I think a long-term enforcement plan is number one. Variable speed zones is number two. Long-term, let's reconstruct this highway. Thanks for coming on today. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you for having me.